Hello, my bodacious babes. Welcome to another episode. This is Michael Davies, your host. And today I wanted to talk about personality types. Um, I know that I've been on here a few times and I've lightly touched on the Enneagram. I've touched on um, chakras and I've also also talked about horoscopes. Um, So let's get right into it. So first of all, um, I am a Libra. Um, I was born in October, October 5th in 1991. And um, I have learned that on the day and time I was born, um, the moon cycle on that day was a Virgo moon cycle. So I've learned that I'm also a Virgo. So there's so many really cool, interesting things I've learned in the last year and a half or so. And and I learned that um, through my yoga coach, who I have talked about on here before. Her name is Mo. Um, And if you go back to my past episode, um, giving grace is a superpower, where I talk about um, coming out of like a weird fog and raising your vibrations, learning about your personal chakras and horoscopes. Um, I talk about my friend Mo, who is a yoga uh, coach and therapist, and um, her handle on Instagram is Move Yoga Life. And you guys, I cannot say enough amazing things about Mo and her practice and um, the movement she is bringing with um, just really honing in on who we are and loving ourselves and um, learning how to navigate this life through and really embracing the self-love and empowerment we have for ourselves through understanding meditation practices and chakras and moon cycles and the energy um, within us and just becoming our best self. So I I can, cannot say enough amazing things about her and um, the things that she's doing to help people through just regular everyday challenges um, and really harboring um, and and honing in on your soul. And so um, I learned about uh, my moon cycle um, or my, my moon sign and um, my sun sign uh, being a Libra and a Virgo through Mo. And I learned a lot about myself and I already knew I was a Libra, but I didn't know much. Um, but I know that Libras are peacemakers, um, and and Libras also want to see the beauty um, in life, and Libras also want to um, see justice, and see the they see the good, and they see the bad, and they try to um, find peace within both aspects, um, and. I learned that Virgos are very involved in leadership and utilizing their throat chakra, speaking truth and speaking light and leading um, and um, being spokesmen. And Libras lead with their heart um, and are huge empaths and, 
and peacemakers, but forget to um, really love and, and embrace the love in them within themselves. And so I was able to learn a lot about myself through coaching with her. I, I went to her classes, um, her group yoga classes, and in those classes she talks about um, the sun and the, or the moon cycles. She talks about your different um, horoscopes. And she talks about um, different chakras and how each body part um, represents a different chakra. Um, and it's really, really fascinating because she does these yoga sessions where each pose hones in and focuses on a certain body part and chakra. And she goes through these affirmations of releasing any tension within those chakras or body parts um, and it really just puts things into perspective for why you might be uh, tight in a certain area or um, even areas in your life not only physically but emotionally mentally spiritually and it, it's all connected it's really fascinating so I, I've I've done those group sessions with her and at the end she um kind of purifies and ends the the session with a sound healing session and it's about 10 minutes long and it's so beautiful and it's so peaceful and I every time that I've done these sessions I always leave feeling so light and just feeling amazing and so um, I highly recommend if you are in the state of Arizona to look up her handle move yoga life and attend one of her classes and if you are not in the state of Arizona or if you're unable to attend a class she um, streams them live and so if you go to her link um, there's a way to stream it um, I believe on YouTube she streams it and that way you know if you can't make it you can also participate at home just find uh, a area where you can be in a meditative state for about an hour and you can dedicate that time um that i've done those group sessions with her and then i've also done one-on-one -on -one, and the one-on-ones were incredibly impactful um and it's really cool because she breaks down um your chakra your your moon sign your sun sign how it ties in with your life um, and kind of like the challenges or the traumas that you faced. And then um, she gives you like a journal, a, a journal entry, basically answer, answering a few questions. Um, and then anything that you want to let go of or forgive and anything that's hurt you, she asks you to write that down. And then you do a little burning ceremony to allow um, it to burn and and disappear into the universe and let the universe take care of it so it really is beautiful and there's so many amazing um, things that come from it and I felt so much peace and every time I do it I feel closer and closer to my my heart and in alignment with who I am and my goals and it, it reminds me that I can achieve my goals if I believe in myself and um, I align myself with who I am to move forward and and just fully trust and have faith in who I am. And so it's so beautiful. Um, so I think it's so important to learn um, these things. And whether you are a believer in horoscopes or not, it really 
is interesting how it ties into our personal personalities. Um, and whether, whether you believe it or not, like it does all tie into the stars, the alignment and the energy. Um, so it really is fascinating with how on point a, a lot of it can be. Um, and so it's, it's definitely worked for me. And I've learned um, a lot about the chakras as well. My, char- my chakras with my, my signs are my heart and my throat, which totally ties into who I am. My heart being that I am a peacemaker and I, I'm an empath. Um, and I see all sides and I just I want to balance the scales of good and bad. And then my throat, where I am a speaker of truth, and I, I, I want to be a leader and a spokesman for um, people who won't speak. And so um, it really is fascinating. So I, I highly recommend uh, learning about that. I'm sure you can, you can Google chakras, you can read books on it, and you can Google your horoscope. All you have to do is um, find out exactly the the date and time that you were born and this is on your birth certificate so um, look at your birth certificate if you don't have it call up your your parents mom or dad who might have it um, because that's really really uh, important to find that out so that you can get the the exact um, day and time of the moon cycle Um, that ties into your energy when you came into this world um, another thing that I um, have found so fascinating is the Enneagram. And I know I've, I've talked on here a few times about it. So the Enneagram was introduced to me by my sister and my aunt. Um, and they learned about the Enneagram through um, a, a company that they do makeup for. Um, and they distribute makeup. It's like a, a clean makeup um, brand and they learned their personality types so that they can learn how to connect with people, um, you know, uh, and, and spread the, the, uh, product out because it was a, a product, um, that was kind of newer at the time a few years ago when, when it started really booming. And so, um, they taught me, uh, a lot about that. And, and as soon as I started seeing a personal counselor through, um, my, uh, divorce, I decided to switch counselors. Um, and I, I was seeing a counselor, um, through my church. And at the time, um, I switched to a therapist, um, to a licensed therapist and, she actually also said, hey, I, it's really important that um, for me to understand you and your life and how to help you that you take this Enneagram personality test. And I was just like, holy cow, like she knows about this too. This must be super legit. <laughs> um, so I took the Enneagram test and uh, I took it through the um, Enneagram Institute and it's called specifically it's called the Riso Hudson Enneagram Type Indicator. So um the acronym is R H E T I Ready. And um I'm sure you can Google that and find the uh website, but it you do have to pay for it. I don't remember exactly how much it was because this was a, a couple years ago, but I want to say it, it wasn't more than like $40. 
Um, but after I took the personality test, they sent sent me a very detailed uh, document that went through and explained my personality types. And so um, my personality type was a nine. And the nine on the Enneagram is known as the peacemaker. <laughs> so you guys, this, this, like, you can't make this up. Like, Libra, peacemaker, nine, peacemaker. It was just like, wow, really? This is amazing. Um, and so, yeah, I thought that was just so fascinating. And so with my nine, um, I'm a peacemaker. So uh, going breaking down the Enneagram, nines are patient, they're easygoing, um, and uh, they they typically like want harmony, like a Libra does. <laughs> so it's just it's really really interesting. But um, nines also will tend to maintain the peace. Will tend to kind of not say anything. They'll go along with agreeing with others, um, but when they do this. Uh, they shut down emotionally and it's almost like they disengage and withdraw emotionally with people um, because they don't want to cause any confrontation right and so they tend to like harbor the the anger and harbor the discomfort um, and so this makes a lot of sense to me because I am a very introverted person and for the first, you know, 29 years of my life, which is majority of my life, I wanted to keep the peace. So I just conformed to everyone around me and I didn't want to cause any issues. I didn't want to um, make, you know, create any fights or issues and confrontation with anyone. So I would just keep my mouth shut and try to keep the peace. Um, but as soon as as I am able to break out of that, I go into um, my my different type, which is, I thought it was a two, but I guess I'm actually, I stem off to be um, a, th- a three and a six. So a six is called the loyalist. And so um, I am a Apparently, I'm extremely loyal, (laughs) which is a really good and a bad thing for a nine, because if you're going along with uh, conforming, um, you know, but inside you're not feeling comfortable, you'll still be loyal to that person, um, which is, yeah, definitely unhealthy. But in in healthy situations, loyalists um, are always going to fight for you and, and always be by your side. Um, and then the, the second one that I am is a three, which is an achiever. Um, an achiever who, um, is very goal oriented, very ambitious, um, and is always trying to be authentic with who they are. Um, and, um, very self-accepting, but always wanting to help others to succeed as well, which just makes so much sense tying into my Virgo, 
my Virgo is I'm I am a spokesperson. I want to be a leader. I want to um, be a truth seeker and and speak truth. So um, yeah, I just I think it's so fascinating, you guys, and I think it's so important um, that we understand our personality types um, in all different aspects, so that we can really. Uh, hone in on who we are and and what is truth for us what what are our goals who do we want to be and how do we perceive ourselves um I've I went through life for so long not knowing who I was I would just piggyback on uh the lives of others in just conformity because that's all I knew within my religion and within my family, um, within my religion, it, it was, it was very, um, you know, like you have to comply with these, these rules to be seen as worthy. Um, you know, you have to do these certain things to be seen as a good person. And if you aren't doing these certain things, um, you will not receive the blessings from God. And so that's what I believed for so long. And so I just, I, I stayed in this, um, you know, state of just being, not understanding who I am really and just kind of following along with others. But inside, I always knew that there was something more. There was something more for me and that I needed to speak up. I needed to, to speak my truth. I needed to live my truth but that fear of not being accepted by everyone and everything I ever knew was keeping me from achieving that. And ultimately, it led to depression. I was depressed most of my childhood and um, most of my adulthood through my marriage. And I would just put this happy face on and just try to be this peacemaker of keeping everyone happy and and you know showing them the the happy michael who's just gonna do everything she can to live up to your expectations so growing up i had um a lot of pressure on me my mom um i had no idea for so long was addicted to narcotics and um i didn't realize that she had a lot of trauma from her past and in and even in her present that you know as a mother you don't want your children to know that those things like you don't want to tell your kids all these sad horrible stories about your family and your upbringing cuz you don't want to change their relationship with their grandparents or their aunts or their uncles or their dad so uh, instead my mom just kind of numbed that away and so it was kind of normal for me to just see her in bed all the time. And, you know, for a long time, I pitied her. And then that pity turned into anger. And um, I, when I asked her, like, why are you in bed all day? I could feel that she wasn't telling me the truth. She would tell me, oh, honey, I'm, I'm sick. I'm just sick and I'm hurting. And that maybe that was her form of telling me mentally and emotionally she was hurting. 
but she wasn't really telling me the truth of why. And it's it's so incredible as, as humans, like, if if you, especially as children, like, children can just see um, things so, and sense things that don't feel right. Children sense energy, and it, it's because they're just so young and so pure, and and they're still learning. They haven't gone through, um, you know, anything crazy, hopefully, um, that that they haven't taken the fruit from the tree yet, right? So it's like we just, we, it's almost like you're so sensitive as a child, you can feel when someone's bad person or when someone's a good person, or you can feel when someone, something's off. And as a child, I always knew something was off. And when I asked, I knew that I wasn't getting the truth. And it was really hard for me. Um, and so I, I just, I tried to put a happy face on. And um, that ties it into our religion as well. Um, when, when someone has, you know, skeletons in the closet, you really want to keep that secret because if they're not living up to these quote-unquote rules within the religion, people are going to know. And how are they going to know? Because... Um, in my religion as a Mormon growing up, your representation of being worthy was wearing garments because their representation um, of wearing garments meant that you went through the temple and you were worthy, meaning you met the requirements to receive a temple recommend, to receive um, garments, and to receive exaltation, blessings from God. And those requirements... Um, you know, are are basically being clean, um, being chaste, and, you know, keeping your body clean, your body's a temple, but also supporting your church and being very uh, regular in attendance, supporting your church and your leaders and believing in um, the religion and making sure you're participating and showing up. Um, and that that's a huge part of it, you know, and so it's really sad is when people have these skeletons in the closet, it has to remain a secret or else everyone will know because they will see if you aren't wearing your garments or if you don't have a temple recommend or they can see if you're not taking the sacrament. And the sacrament is like the bread and water. That's a, that's how we do our, our church um sacrament is basically like taking the name of Christ and and letting him forgive your sins um you take that bread and water and represent representation of his body and blood and we do water because um there's no alcohol you know that's not going to keep your body clean and so if you are unclean and you're unworthy to take that everyone will know if you're not taking it in, in sacrament. It's, so it's really sad that it has to be like an outside representation of your worthiness, but that's how it is. Um, and, and so that's, I think that's why it's, was so hard, like growing up knowing like something's off and I don't know why, but I'm being taught one thing, but I'm being shown another. 
So it was really hard for me as a kid to understand like who I am and how do I earn my worth? How do I earn my value and how do I earn God's love? And I never learned in church about grace. Um, And if we did learn about grace, it was that grace was earned through your good works and your goodwill and your service. But in reality, grace is God's love no matter what. And grace is, is what you are given even when you make mistakes. And so that's something that also wasn't taught to me. So it was really hard for me to understand, like, who I am, um, you know, with these different things I was being taught. And, and within my family, all I knew is that my worth, it comes from my works. Um, I didn't necessarily find that my worth was just given because God loved me or because my parents loved me. So as a child, I did a lot of things to kind of help my mom out. I kind of stepped into that motherly role. And so all I knew was to embrace my nine and embrace my Libra side of just keeping the peace, having empathy, and giving love. But deep down all along, my um, voice was being shielded and, and, and guarded because I was scared that I couldn't be myself. So it's just, it's so important that we find out, like, who we are so that we can step into who we're meant to be and it wasn't until um you know my late 20s that I learned that I think I was like 27 or 28 when I finally learned like there's so much more to me than what these requirements on paper are there's I'm worth more than a piece of paper I'm worth more than a garment I'm worth more than showing that I can take the sacrament. I'm worth more than that. And like, there's more for me. And I'm allowed to speak my truth and be who I am regardless. And I will be loved. And as the moment I know that I'm going to be loved no matter what, and, and that I will love myself through that, that's when I can step into my power and trust in who I am, regardless of how others will perceive me. So, um, yeah, anyway, you guys, I think it's so important that we understand our personality and how it ties into all the trauma and the experiences that we've been in and really understanding yourself, why you react the way you react or why you are the way you are, or how you can utilize um, your talents and abilities to create the life you want. It really is fascinating. So I just I encourage you guys to look up the Enneagram. Look up the Enneagram Institute, the Ready um, Enneagram Institute. Take the Enneagram test and find out like what your personality is and, and um, see if it aligns with really who you are and what and what makes you you like you will you will be pretty um blown away and you know there are some hard things in there it tell it tells you like it, when you're going through a hard time this is what you do and it's really tough to read because it's like oh geez that's so unhealthy but that is what I do and then you know learning about the chakras 
different chakras and how you use those chakras in your life and as well as your horoscope and how the energy and the universe and the star planets aligned on the day you were born, that energy really does play a role in in um you being brought into this life it really is crazy and people say it's like hippie juju but once you start looking into it it it's like whoa that's weird and i'm the reason i say that is cuz that's what i went through and that coming from a very religious background where i was highly involved in my church um highly involved in um can the community going to the temple and i i was married in the temple i wore the garments i did everything um i i i was very much involved i did it all to a t i was chased until i was married i've honed totally honed in on um the religion and the scripture and then doing a complete 180 and realizing more and gaining more knowledge um of who I am outside of all that with the chakras and and the horoscopes and energy um and spiritual awakening all tied into that was shocking it was very shocking but it was liberating so liberating so um and you know it, maybe it's not only just to like it it doesn't only settle your heart and who you are but it helps you in your career and it helps you in your relationships um i i've been i've been able to you know kind of step outside of my comfort zone with embracing these parts of me that are spelled out on paper that i now understand why i am the way i am um and it helps me interact with people it helps me make connections um it helps me in my career So yeah, I can I just cannot say enough. So um look into the Enneagram personalities, uh personality traits and then also um check out my friend Mo's page. Um I know I've talked about her like three or four times on my podcast. So check it out and learn a little bit about um your chakras and your horoscope. Anyway, it it is getting to that time, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you gained a little bit of insight and maybe I touched your heart a little bit in finding out uh your personality type and um learning a little bit more about yourself, embracing your true self and using your voice and your authenticity. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you next time, bodacious babes.